0: Hi, friend, and welcome to the Temple Care Podcast. This is a place where we take a faith-based approach to mental and physical health. We are continuing our series, Temple Care 101, where we talk about what it means to honor our bodies as a temple of the Holy Spirit and what that looks like to care for ourselves in three major areas, the mind, the body, and the spirit. Today is uh, part two of the mind, and I wanted to continue talking about the mind and how we as believers can work on our mental health. And at the end, I also want to share with you specifically some things I do to care for my mental health and what that practically looks like in my own life. So the first thing I want to go into is this idea that we have to fiercely guard what comes in and out of our mind. So we are like the gatekeepers and we also decide that once something has entered our mind, we decide whether or not it is truth. People may say really harmful things about you, but are you believing it as truth? Uh, 2 Corinthians 10:5 says we take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ. I've talked about this on another podcast and if you think about it, this verse puts a lot in our court. In every single thought we have, we are to act as a guard and take our thoughts captive, meaning we don't let them run around and wreak havoc in our minds. We take them captive, we harness them, and we don't let those thoughts have any power. I also thought of um, Proverbs 23, 7, which says, As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So we need to be thinking about our input, what's coming into our minds, and our output, what we are putting out as truth. We have to be on the lookout. How can we be intentional and mindful of what is coming in, what we are consuming, and what our mind dwells on? The intention here starts with noticing what exactly we listen to all day. So this is like What shows do we watch? Who do we talk to the most? What websites are we going on regularly? Um, What songs do we play over and over? What are we reading? Um, All of these things are inputs. They feed into our minds. As we begin to realize the harmful things that we might be allowing in, it's important to replace them with truth-filled inputs. And I'm reminded of uh, the familiar verse Philippians 4.8. It says, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. So thanks to God's word, we aren't just left in the dark as to what to fill our minds with. And I used to think this verse was really hard to follow. Like, what do I think about that is noble and praiseworthy? Because we don't really say those kind of words nowadays, but I think one word that really stuck out to me was the word lovely. And that's usually what I go to if I'm in a time of anxiety or depression and I can't really think straight, I can go to the word lovely. Um, I remember in one of my darkest times of struggling with anxiety and depression, I remember a really dear friend telling me, don't forget to look at God's beautiful creation today. Notice the birds, notice the trees. And those simple words of wisdom have stuck with me ever since. If you're struggling to replace the bad that you've allowed to seep into your mind, simply start looking around at creation and at God's beauty. It is everywhere. Get outside. Enjoy the feel of the grass beneath your toes. Let God's love just permeate your being as you experience his creation. There's a really simple worship song I'm enjoying so much right now. It's called Today by J.J. Heller. It's a song that reminds me of my kids, and it says, When I look in your eyes, all I see is light, and the darkness around us gets smaller. Today I'm thankful for you. Today I'm thankful for you. And she kind of repeats those simple words. And um, by listening to that song, my mind is triggered in a good way. Um, to look into the eyes of my kids and to admire that beautiful creation that God did in them. So I kind of want you to think about finding your own version of this, something you can regularly look to, something that is around you that you can admire. One thing I love to do is um, I drive down the same route every day to go to the same grocery store, but I look at those trees that are on that route, because they're always really beautiful, and they change colors, and I'm in California, so they change colors kind of like all year round, but um, just find something that reminds you, maybe find a song that you can listen to that reminds you of something beautiful to look at, or listen to the different ways that people laugh around you, and how we each have a unique one that is special to us. Be an observer of God's creation of, of your environment. So as I'm wrapping this up, I want to go over some things that I personally do to take care of my mental health. And I'm sharing with these, I'm sharing these with you not to put like a to-do list together for you, but, and there's no extra pressure in this, but to simply give you some ideas of things you can start doing that will relieve the mental burden you might be carrying. And they sound really simple, but these things can be just so effective because we forget to do these things and we forget to pause. And then if we spend our whole lives in a state of pressure and rush and worry and meeting our life's demands, um, our health will suffer often. And it can be our physical health, it can be our mental health, but something will suffer eventually if we don't stop to do these certain things. So... I just want to go through some simple ideas that I do. One thing I do is being in nature and just being outside. We kind of talked about that. Even a 10-minute walk, 5, 10-minute walk with some worship music really changes my the posture of my heart. And it centers me with the Lord. So sometimes I have to do that after I make dinner because that's really the craziest time of the day for me. is When I've done everything as a mom all day and I, I the final thing I have to do is make dinner. And then once everybody's fed and the dishes are put away mostly, then I just head out for a little walk. And I feel like it centers me and gives me just a little bit of extra um, energy in my cup so that I can get through bedtime and then um, some time alone with the Lord. So that's one thing I do. I also do journaling. Um, I, I specifically have a prayer journal where I kind of have this like open conversation with God and I just like let him know what's on my mind and I talk about all kinds of different things I share with him my disappointments my struggles um things I'm excited about things I'm thinking about that I don't know what he thinks and so it's kind of this like open conversation and I have a prayer journal because writing things down helps me to process so I do that um and also therapy is a form of a way of caring for my mental health. So I'm not always doing weekly therapy, but I have been doing it um, recently because I'm working through some different traumas in my past. Um, And I think that really, I think we need to let go of the stigma of therapy because it's simply someone talking to you and helping you work through your life issues. And there is nothing wrong with that. So if that's something that you've been thinking about doing, I know that it can be a little bit stigmatized in Christian circles and so I want you to just pray about it because really the Lord knows whether or not you would need something like that and um, there's nothing to be ashamed of. Um, Also I think something that is like a glue in my life is my friendships with my sisters in Christ Um, and it's so important to really find friends who who listen really well who encourage you and who speak truth in your life. Um, And I kind of make it a goal once a week to meet up with a different friend every week. And um, during the pandemic, it was more like FaceTime calls. Um, And we're still in it now, but it's more going for walks together outside. And so um, never neglecting to meet with those sisters in Christ, no matter how busy life is or what's going on, uh, because I think that we both need each other. We need we live in a, in a culture where isolation is the norm and like doing things independently is very normal because that's how we live. But, um, we are created to be dependent and in relationship with each other. So I think those friendships have been the sweetest thing helping my mental health because I've had friends that have come alongside me and things that I'm struggling with friends that have gone through the exact same thing I'm going through and God placed them right in my life at exactly the right time because he knew that I needed someone to walk by my side through this. So looking for those friends and um, looking for people that are good at listening, that are good at encouraging you and who are going to speak truth in your life. Um, Also, one thing I I have really worked on in, in my own mental health is to identify the lies that I'm feeding to myself and my own inner critic and what Satan has fed to me and lies over the years and speaking truth in place of those lies. So finding scripture that reminds me of who I am in Christ, um, having an answer for those criticisms and knowing that they're not true and being able to recognize them and not just letting them replay in my head over and over again. Um, Another big thing is I I take things off my plate, so I don't say yes to everything. Um, I realized that I had been taking on way too much responsibility just at home, Um, and I do more simple things now, like I have more simple meals that I make, or I I ask for help with the house, and I get my kids involved, Um, and just not overcommitting to um, different activities or things and being really really careful about what I say yes to and what I feel is important for our family to pursue because usually I'm in charge of the schedule with the kids and everybody so just being careful to not overcommit to things um, because that'll just cause me to suffer and mentally because I'll be overwhelmed. Um, also I kind of mentioned this earlier with my walks but playing worship music is a really great way to kind of lift my spirits mentally and I also really like to find worship music that speaks to exactly what I'm feeling in the moment. So if it's if I'm feeling really sad, I don't necessarily want to listen to a song that's just like a happy song, I guess. Um, I, I need something that's kind of speaking to what my emotions are feeling in that moment and helping me come out of that and see the truth that the Lord is still with me, even though I feel that. And there's plenty of great worship songs out there that... Um, talk about pain and hurt, and um, you know, anxiety or different things that you might be dealing with, and and doesn't like sugarcoat it. So I feel like that's important to to me to find those songs that that really center me and bring me back to the way that God loves me in those moments. Um, and a couple times a week, I just do do something fun, like I give myself a break. So. I will get my favorite coffee and just spend some time alone at a cafe or I'll walk around my favorite store. Um, I will just light a candle, take a bath, those kind of things, get my nails done. Um, It sounds really silly and simple, like why would you need to do that? But once I walk away from those moments, even if it's just an hour of being alone, um, doing something for myself, it really feeds my soul. Um, And I feel like I come home and I'm a better mom because of it. And I can't explain it, but it's really just, I think the Lord um, delights in us having moments of refreshment and moments to take a break from our responsibilities. So friends, I hope those give you some fun and even meaningful ideas to work on your own mental health. Whether you're someone that struggles with anxiety on a large scale or even a small scale, I'm praying that the peace of God will permeate your heart and that at the very least some of these things will just be a stepping stone to taking better care of your mind so you can glorify God and just enjoy a greater relationship with Him um, because you come to a place of rest. So let me pray for us. Heavenly Father, I am just grateful to be talking about these things because I know that sometimes in our Christian circles, uh, the idea of mental health gets separated from things we talk about in Christianity, but Lord, it's all so intertwined. And I know that you care so deeply about our mental health. And I know that you've created so much beauty around us that we can observe and that can lift us out of uh, some of the emotions we're feeling. And Lord, I know sometimes we just have to stay in those emotions and to process them with you and to work with you on that and have close friends by who can lift us up and who can carry us in those moments of sadness or anxiety. And Lord, um, as we work through some of these mental health things, I pray that you would give us guidance and that you can help us to pick and choose some things Um, and just do a couple things right away And, and maybe in this week I pray that the people listening to this right now that they will pick just one thing maybe that resonated with them and just start doing it because I know you've created us to have moments of rest and moments of quiet with you and moments of refreshment where we can walk away and have joy in our hearts And I thank you that you are a God that loves us enough to do that for us and cares for us in every single small way, in every big way. And I pray that we can give you our time this week, that we can think about maybe what we need to take off our plate um, to have more time to rest. And I pray that that would be just a pattern of our lives so that we can better serve you with our time and with our energy and with our loved ones. Thank you for this day, and I pray for this next coming week ahead. In your name I pray, amen. All right, friends, that is it for today. Next week we will be getting into the body. So we're going through the mind, body, and spirit. So next week will be um, physical health, and that is also super important. So I can't wait to get into that with you, and I hope you all have a great week ahead. All right, until next time.